Floor behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. All right, happy Saturday, everybody. Fix it radio, KLZ five sixty. Myself, Larry Unger, of course, joining me today. He's normally answering phones, but he'll sit in with me for. A while today, and we'll have Drive Radio coming up after this, unless you're listening on Tuesday to our replay show, which at that point it'll be Rush to Reason right after. Of course, Charlie Grimes is our engineer for the day as well. We've got a very special guest joining us right now, brand new sponsor to Fix It Radio and Drive Radio. I talked about him yesterday on Ready Radio as well, but Chadrick is with us today, and he is with Raise Tech Concrete Lifting. Chadrick Gardner, welcome. How are you? Good, John. How are you doing? Doing very well. Appreciate you joining us, and... Uh, Chadrick and I had some conversations here over the past couple of weeks, and I want you to introduce to everybody what you do. Now, I know a little bit about what you've done in the past, and I know a little bit about your product as you and I talk just from you know being around it, I guess you could say. But explain to folks what you can do, what you can raise, how that works, the estimating process, and all of that. All right. Well, what I do is I lift and level your existing concrete. I use a high-density polyurethane foam to do it. This is an extremely strong foam. I use the, the DOT formula, so it's rated for highways. Okay. It's impervious. It won't rot, move, anything. It's, it's, and, and just I want to make sure that we mention this to everybody, too. It's, you know, it is, uh, I guess you could say, you know, environmentally friendly, pet safe, all those. I mean, not that anything's going to ever get underneath there anyways, but I think just to give people some peace of mind, this isn't some nasty you know, chemical no. you're pouring underneath no. the concrete by any means. This is all environmentally sound, safe uh, material as well. Right, Chadrick? I invite people into the trailer to look at my my product and, and see the hazard stickers on it, or I should say lack of. <laughs> there There's you go. Nothing. There you it, go. It, it, so, yeah. Now, and, and the way you explained it to me, too, and I think this is a good explanation to folks, this is very similar, not exactly the same, but very similar to what folks would use in the can where they're trying to fill up an, a void or a space or insulate something. It's a very similar product to that, right? Yes, and that it is, they're both a high-density polyurethane foam. Um, mine's, of course, a lot stronger, but it, it is just as horrible to get on your skin as that great stuff is. So it doesn't come <laughs> off is what you're saying. Oh, no. All right, so oh, let me no. ask you a question. Go ahead, Larry. How does that compare to the old mud jacking we used uh, to see? Great question. Go ahead, Chadrick. It's very similar. Very similar. Um, the process is very similar. My holes are a lot smaller. Um, mud jacking is, well, there, there's, there's some disadvantages to it. Um, the whole point of polyurethane was to take something like that and improve on it. So... Um, so you yeah. can almost say that mud jacking is old school, polyurethane, new school. Yes, yep. Okay. Yep. That's I, roughly. I think that's fair that. to say. <laughs> and when you say a smaller hole, I know the diameter of the hole that you're going to drill because, again, I'm familiar with the process. You and I have had a conversation. But tell everybody what what you do and, and, again, the difference in the hole size between what you do versus what the mud jacking guys do. I use a 5.8 size hole hole so okay. it's you know size of a dime size of a nickel somewhere in there and and uh 
I patch it back up with, with concrete afterwards so okay. it blends right in. Mud jacking does basically the same thing, but the hole's about three, four times the size. Okay. So yeah. we're talking some of them, you know, up to an inch and a half. Some of them are even closer to two. So. Okay. Yeah. And I'm guessing they do that because the material they have to push through their hose and such is much different than what you're doing. Therefore, they need a larger hole to, you know, for that product to enter through. Am I right? Yep, yep. I, I push it in as a as a liquid, and then it, within 9 to 10 seconds, it reacts. Okay. One thing I didn't ask driveway. you, dumb question on my part, how do you know how much product to put in to get it to raise? You don't. Okay. <laughs> you have to figure that out because every single driveway, every single, every, it's all different. Every, everyone has different size voids, different weights of the driveway, different weight distributions. So you're making an educated guess of where the voids are, how heavy it is, and and all your experience in the past to hmm. compare it to. Okay. And uh, and if something's not acting right, it you can usually tell pretty soon. Okay. I use a dial indicator, so I watch your concrete move within uh, thousandths of an inch. Ah, okay. Good so to know. I, I'm watching just not how much it's moving, but when it's moving, how fast it's moving. If and then you, I assume you going, can regulate that amount that you're putting in based upon the things that you just said, right? Yes, you change where you're putting it, how much okay. you're putting it, how how long you're giving it air, lots of different things. It's, there's a lot of science involved, but when it comes right down to it, there's a, it's, it's an art. Okay. So, to, to really get it all together and make it work. So how high can you raise? Good question. Thanks, Larry. I was going to ask the same thing. Yeah, what, what's the max we can do here, Chadrick? I don't know that there really is a max so much as the further you, the further you lift something, the more expensive it gets and the more chances of ah. something going wrong. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. You get it up, you, you get a... a a sidewalk floating above your grass by eight inches, you're just going to have foam flying out the right. side. Right, makes sense. Know? Makes sense. So there are times <laughs> well, where this this comes down to the, your estimating process. There, there are times, and you you know, you and I discussed this, where if you've got a lot of sinking and cracking, and no matter what you do to lift it, it's still just not going to look well at the end. You'll tell somebody that and say, "Listen, you just need to do a tear out and a replacement of the concrete. You're not even going to try to attack that, right?" I, I turn people away all the time okay. or, or just even plain discourage them. Say, come on, okay. you really want this. I mean, I want to make people happy. I want yeah. everyone to smile when, they're, when yeah. I'm driving away, you know, and, and having concrete that's where it's supposed to be but still with junk isn't yep. happy. Good point, good point. Well, and again, that's partially why we're talking. I hope all of you listening understand that. Now, I also know that in Colorado, Chadrick, we discuss this as well. And growing up here my entire life, uh, most of the newer homes and subdivisions that have been put in, even in the last 25, 30 years, are on a clay-type soil or heavy clay in some cases. And, of course, that's where a lot of this movement comes from. We all know, and I'm not trying to attack anybody here, but most of the builders, excavators, and so on, because they can now do pier foundations on the homes, they're not doing near as much dirt work as they used to do. Again, not not criticizing anybody, Chadrick. It just is what it is. What I'm getting at is when they lay the flat work around the house, knowing that the house itself isn't going to move, I'm not saying they don't care about the flat work, but they put a pretty short warranty as builders on flat work, and the chances of it moving are very high, and they'll even tell you that when you buy a house. 
Yeah, I tell people all the time, here in Colorado, we have the floating walls in the basement, right? Mm-hmm. Our, the walls are hanging from the Or in some cases, Chadrick, a wood floor basement because it's so bad. Yeah, they expect they expect the floor to move. There you go. I mean, they're not writing a code to prevent it from moving. They know it's going to move. That's right. They know the soils here. That's it, right. When I go to do an inspection, I start the inspection when I turn into the neighborhood because I'm, I'm driving down the street, manholes popping up out of the uh-huh. road. Uh-huh. That's a sure sign. I'm yep. looking at the neighbors. Is there a theme? Does everyone have the same the same problems going on with their concrete, you know? And so when I pull up, I've already got an idea of what your neighborhood's like. Okay. And I'm, Makes I'm, total sense. I'm, and I know exactly what you're talking about with some of those areas. I mean, I, I you and I talked even about some of that area where, you know, they built Flatirons Mall over in Broomfield and just some of the buildings there that they've even had to tear down for the very reasons that we're talking. It's just it's just awful. I got a question coming in for you too, Chadrick. Let's get Joe on and we'll do this at the same time. Joe, you're on with Chadrick. Go ahead. Morning. Hey, Hello. a question on the lifting. Yes, uh, question on the lifting force. Is it the hydraulic pressure or the expansion of the foam and is there a limit to how much you can lift? It is the expansion of the foam that does it. So the more foam I put in there, the denser it gets and the more pressure it, it, it's putting underneath that concrete and pushing it well up and out. But up is where we see the, the results. Um, how much? I've heard of people lifting pads with RVs sitting on it. I've personally lifted... Wow concrete with a scale house sitting on it with people working in the scale house as i'm lifting wow that's and some so force the business was able to stay open okay they saved millions of dollars because they sure their business was open all day and i sure put everything back where it should be while they were working in it nice Take so but, uh, but again it's kind of <laughs> but but again it's kind of a guessing game so if the lift occurs as the as the foam solidifies and expands uh, you've got to kind of stop and then and then wait for the foam to uh, to do its thing. Oh, patience to, to is very that. key. Patience okay. is key. Uh, most of the reaction happens, like I said, within ten seconds. But then it it slowly okay. creeps after that. That's why I have that dial indicator, and I sit there and I watch it. And as I'm it's slowing down and it's coming to a stop, I know it's time for a little more. Okay, perfect. Right. And I know how much. Uh, I know how much it raised last time. When I gave it three seconds of foam, I, I saw that it raised, you know, a tenth of an inch. Okay. So, oh, okay. Got it. Now I'm going to give it five seconds of foam, and I'm going to, you know. Right. Got it. It just depends. Everyone's different. All right. Now, uh, let me question. Uh, let's say I had a concrete, I had a driveway slab that was probably 8 by 12, and I had mud jet, and this was 15 years ago, and I think they mm-hmm. drilled six six holes um, mm-hmm. in the, and that slab probably probably weighed a ton. It was a you know six foot by twelve by probably you know inch and a half uh, concrete driveway slab. Uh, how many holes would you drill on a six by twelve uh, driveway slab? Oh, six by twelve. How it depends on thickness and voids and a couple things. But usually, I would for the whole thing. Let me think. One, two, three. Oh. Probably nine. Okay. Okay. Probably, probably so, so you're wanting that to be, you, Chadrick, make sure I'm following. You're wanting that to be uniform as you're lifting as well. You're not just going to lift one end. You're going to basically go through almost like you're tightening up a lug nut on a wheel. You're going to go in a pattern to make sure you're lifting that thing evenly across. Yep. Am I thinking correctly? 
That's that's a very good analogy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, even at that, if you only got a five-eighth inch hole, and you got nine of them, that's not a big deal compared to the two inches. That's right. Good point, Larry. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, because in my case, the driveway slab had tilted sideways towards the edge, towards the lawn. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. there, had been, there had there had been there had been a washout, um, uh, and so the, yeah. the driveway was yeah. kind of sideways. So they had to lift the whole edge, um, and I think there were six holes. And again, you're right; they were inch, probably inch and a half, two inch holes, yeah. and there were six yeah. of them. Yeah. But. I, but 15 and years ago, Joe, I don't know that you had any other choice because yeah. this product, I don't know that it existed 15 years ago. No, uh, it, it didn't. Trust me. It, I, I probably would have looked into it. I, I did my research. Uh, but it was a little easier. There was no guessing. They just, when it got, when it got level, they stopped pumping because there, there, no, there was no rise after you stopped pumping. They simply right. pumped till it got level and then stopped pumping. Right. So yeah. and, I, I and guess it's kind of an art. Yeah, and the injections... It, it's not like you hit it and it just takes off and raises an inch. I'm, it, it's very small increments, so it's a slow process and patience. Yeah, makes and, sense. And and just since I have you on here, um, I can go in and lift things that have been previously mud jacked before. Oh, okay, makes sense. So, okay, good. That's that's no problem. In okay. fact, it helps a lot of times because it's filled a lot of the voids already. Right, you right, know? exactly. So after you jack up a, whether it be a sidewalk or driveway or whatever, is there a thing that you recommend to seal the edges? Um, like all the cracks and whatnot? Well, let's say you're doing a sidewalk along a driveway or a, a, a garage. Okay. Uh-huh. And you want to, what do you seal between the sidewalk and the garage? To keep water from going in so there. So the driveway to the garage, so where that normally you've got a felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you normally, Chadrick, mm-hmm. you've got that felt that's between those. Let's say that's gone. Good question, Larry. How do you handle that, Chadrick? Um, I, I use a polyurethane sealant. Um, okay. Um, I prefer the, the self-leveling stuff because it looks really nice. Right. Agree. Yeah, I, Agree. And, so you're, uh, you're, you're filling that void back in. So you've got everything nice and level. The garage driveway or the garage floor and the driveway are now even and you then just finish that line off and away we go i can do that yeah okay perfect yeah. make makes and, sense and joe, joe any other questions uh just one more i'm not in colorado i assume that this is a uh, a product that i can get in other parts of the country oh yes 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 my okay. my uh, distributors nationwide they're one of the the Leading manufacturers. For okay. this kind yeah, of if you home. need a referral, Joe, just reach out to me. I'll get you with Chadrick, and you guys can figure that out in your area in Jersey. I appreciate it. All right, All right. thanks, guys. Joe, thank you thank very you. much. Great questions, by the way. Uh, well, I have you. a couple more. I should have said this. So, Chadrick, if you want to get a hold of him, I should have mentioned this. 970-682-5179. Now, it's not up Two yet, nine. but will be probably over the weekend. You'll be able to go to the websites, all three of them. And find Chadrick under our sponsor section as well. That's not quite done yet. I just sent all the logos and everything we needed to get that done to producer Ann uh, just a couple of days ago. So give her a little bit of time, and she'll have all that up probably by the end of the weekend. So for those of you listening where you, you, know, you may not hear this directly, you can always text me, and I can give you Chadrick's number. And again, if you go to the website here, probably by tomorrow it'll be up on the website as well. But Chadrick, the other question I've got is how long does it take for – 
all of that material to harden to where, I mean, I know you said you can lift while people are in it and all that, which leads me to believe that it's fairly stable, but is there a further stabilization hardening process after that, or how does that work? A whole 15 minutes. That's it, huh? By the time I pack up my stuff amazing. Clean up it's and done. drive away, you can park on it. That is amazing. Actually, producer Ann said she's doing it as we speak, so by the time we're off air, uh, here for this first hour, uh, Chadrick, folks can find you right on the website, fixitradio.com, and we'll, we'll have you added to Ready Radio and and uh, the others as well. All right, Chadrick, can you, I've got more calls coming, and i got to take a break. Can you hang tight while we get some more calls going? Sure thing. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. Fix It Radio, don't forget, all of your eye care needs are at Stack Optical, and he can design glasses to do whatever it is you need done in your life and your lifestyle. Stack Optical, you get the exam as well, 303 321-1578. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Fed's continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS two nine eight one nine one regulated by door equal credit lender. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Leuenberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. 
Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560, and we've got a new sponsor, a special guest with us right now, Chadrick Gardner. He is with Ray's Tech Concrete Lifting, 970-682-5129, and you'll be able to find him on the website here in just a few minutes. Producer Ann is working on that as we speak. But, Randy, you've got a question for Chadrick. Go ahead. Hi, I have a uh, patio concrete slab that's approximately 28 by 12 by 18 uh, inches thick, and I've had it mudjacked twice in the last five years, um, and it continues to uh, sink uh, after about two years. What I'm curious about is how your uh, service would be better than mudjacking, and, mm-hmm. and what would the warranty be for uh, mitigating the problem? Great question. Go ahead, Chadrick. All right. Um, I have a two-year warranty That's on my work because, well, it's really hard to warranty someone else's problem. It's already a proven problem like you're discussing now, right? You've already had it mudjacked twice. Um, right. So I'm, I, if I went in there and I put my foam in there, I'd be putting my name on it for the next two years. And if you have a problem, you give me a call back, and it happens once in a while. You know, it's hard to fight these soils. What do you think in this case, Chadrick, is the is the bigger issue? Is it just the lack of solid foundation under what's even being jacked right now, or is the mud jacking, and, and again, because I don't know that process like I do yours, is it taking a little longer to harden, and maybe that's part of the issues, or is it all of the above? Well, it doesn't really harden that much. It's it's actually pretty soft still. It's mostly sand with just a little bit of cement in it. Ah. But, kind of solidify it but it doesn't really get hard like a cement i see um that's why you can go into where it's been mud jacked yes okay got it makes sense it will wash away if there's water present if you're if you're having some drainage issues on that patio Uh um it can get down there and 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 wash away the mud jacking and just the soils themselves i mean okay obviously having some problems there um the advantages over the foam would be the foam wouldn't wash away, and the foam, my, my foam only weighs a couple pounds per square foot instead of 100 pounds a square foot. Uh, so every time you have your porch mud jack, you just doubled the weight of your porch. I see. Makes sense. Now your porch is so heavy that it's... It, just it, its natural it, weight it is pushing down well. on the soil more than it was prior is what you're saying. It can happen. Ah, it makes sense. Happen. I'm not saying that that's what mud jacking does. No, that I'm makes sense. That, I get it. No, that makes total like that, sense. That yeah. could be a contributing factor yeah. to his problem here. Yeah, 
Makes sense. Does that make sense to you, Randy? Uh, yeah, it does. Um, it's only dropped maybe a quarter of an inch or maybe a half an inch, but it, now it separates, separating from the, uh, the house a little bit, uh, a little crack between the poor patio uh, up against the house foundation. So, yeah. hey, Randy, to... Randy, do you have a, a deck over the over your? Uh... Yeah, it's a covered patio. Okay, covered. gotcha. Covered. And I do have, I do have rain gutters on it, so I try to funnel away the the rain from the, uh, you know, from the the foundation of the patio. But it uh, it just continues to happen, so I'm just trying to uh, see how I can resolve that. Yeah, yeah, we can we can just keep fighting it and fighting it. But like we were talking earlier, these Colorado soils, mm-hmm. these these clays, they can they can push. 15,000 to 30,000 pounds yep. per square inch of That's pressure. Right. I mean, that it's... It's, it's brutal. It's move. Yeah, no, it's, it's brutal. It's move. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we, we just have to... Oh, well, thank you very much. Time. No, Randy, thank you very much as well. I appreciate it. Chadrick, uh, Charlie even mentioned a moment ago that, and most people know this, but I think it's worth mentioning that, especially if you've got like a, which I know you do some of this, handyman work as well but if you've got a basement refinished where maybe things weren't done quite right they didn't float the walls now you've got some cracking going on you can see some walls moving and so on that can be a sign that your your pad your concrete pad underneath that basement is moving as well right yes yes i i don't deal with structural stuff with your basement walls and whatnot but your basement floors i've done a number of finished floors we pull back the carpet okay we 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 inject we bring up the the concrete back up to the baseboards basically and uh yeah you're good to go now your basement's back flat given the fact that you do some of that other work you're able to handle all of that for somebody yeah 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 and i'm able to understand things in, yeah. in ways that maybe some other people couldn't no i no, i uh, think given given and we'll, we'll talk about that at a future date but chadrick does okay. some other things outside of this that gives him again chadrick i do i think it gives you an ability to look at things, especially if you're inside of the garage floor itself or the basement. It gives you the ability to look at things a little differently. Now, the other thing Charlie mentioned a moment ago, which you and I talked about, was the temperature sides of things and what you know. How long can you do this? Uh, you know, what do the temperatures outside need to be? Uh, and and I know you can work year round depending upon where that's at. But explain that if you would. All right. Well, as soon as your concrete is frozen to the ground, it doesn't want to lift so when uh when the snow starts flying sometimes i can get the neighbor across the street because their driveway's facing the correct way uh, okay. <laughs> towards the end of yep. the season but then once it's frozen it's frozen um garage floors basement floors those are usually thaw all winter long so um that's a perfect time to get some of that kind of work done okay uh but yeah, it's 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 fairly season. Most of it's seasonal because it's mostly outdoors. But the indoor stuff is year round. Which again, as we've as we've chatted, there's plenty of indoor work out there as well. Because again, the basements, garage floors, uh, they can settle. They okay. So here's this, and I I think common sense would tell me that there's probably nothing you can do. But if things are the opposite, where they're not sinking, but they've heaved because of the expansive soils, that's probably out of your wheelhouse, right? That is. Sometimes I can lift uh, 
the far side of a slab and bring and kind of tilt okay. a slab downwards. Okay. Um, like in drive, you know, a big, right. you have a big square in your driveway. I can tilt them downwards a lot of times, but basically, no. I, I, I move things down, and if it moves something else up by accident, that's great. Right. You're <laughs> feeling void that, you know, something has fallen. You can fill back in and raise things up, but if it's heaved up because of, again, expansive clay soils, there's nothing you can do on that, right? No, nope, I could okay. heave everything else up to match it, but that's not exactly a good okay. solution a lot of times. Now, the other thing we talked about, which... I think is important as well is once all of this is done, if somebody say, for example, they want to have a top coat put on, they want to finish things off to where it looks a little bit nicer and really even looks like maybe a whole new, you know, driveways been put in, you have ways to make that happen as well, right? I know guys. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, also want to mention really quick, if I could, that I am going to be sponsoring the Sparge Toberfest 5k. Right. right. Nice. Here in Wellington, it's a 100% nonprofit for veterans. Uh, so it's a 5K walk, whatever, family-friendly. Some uh, have a booth up here. We'll have a big party, and, and yeah. And that is September the 16th, so just a few weeks away. So folks yep. can come up, and there'll be uh, prizes and different things going on at that event. And, yeah, for those of you that are up in that north part of the – the area, or if you just want to drive up and have a good time, anybody that, that wants to go up and do that, Chadrick, I'm sure is welcome to do so. Yeah, come shake my hand. Uh, it'd be awesome. Chadrick, again, this has been, uh, as you can tell, a joy. I think there's a lot of folks listening, and we, we know in Colorado what we're up against. I know there's a lot of folks listening that that if they don't need it now, may need your services at some point. And the one thing we didn't mention that I want to make sure I squeeze in here is the cost for you to raise a pad versus somebody tearing it all out and replacing it is how much less than doing an entire pad replacement? That varies so much, but it's always a fraction of the okay. cost. Uh, it just depends on how much, how far, how thick. A couple things, but a free inspection will, will clear all that out of the way. Okay. No hassles. They take about 15 minutes. And a lot of people really love my acoustic testing because they can hear themselves where the voids are in their concrete. Right. I don't, they don't have to take my word for it. They, they can hear it. They Got can it. feel it. They know. Now, I also know that if you, if you don't have the ability to be home and you just want Chadrick to come and give you an estimate on things, you can do that. It's nice if those people are there to do what you just said. But if they're super busy and they don't have the ability to be there, you can still take care of them, right? Yep, yep. I prefer to talk to you and shake your hand and talk about your concrete, but yeah, I can do it. I can even do it off some pictures sometimes. If you're not sure, you want to send me a picture or two and say, hey, am I a candidate? You know, I could say, hey, I could come take a look at it and give you numbers, or hey, maybe not, you know? Right. Uh, All right, so what areas do you... Good question, Larry. Where 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 do you cover, Chadrick? Yep. All, all of northern Colorado front range area, Cheyenne, Laramie. I'll go up there, too. How far but, south yeah. will you come, Chadrick? Oh, I've done Longmont. I've done Boulder. I've done Brighton, Lock Bowie. I'm not afraid to push a little further, but I want to stay out of Denver. Okay. All right. So those <laughs> of you listening, especially on the north end, if you've got – now, I'll also say this. I know Chadrick well enough to know this. If you're even a little further south and you've got a big project and – He's going to spend the majority of a day there. I can pretty much guarantee Chadrick will talk to you and figure out a way to take care of you. I'm a small business. I'm, I can cater to You're people. hustling. That's right. Better. That's exactly right. <laughs> 
Chadrick, again, it's a joy. I appreciate it. I think you're going to be a great fit to what we have going on here. And those of you listening that need any kind of concrete, sidewalk, driveway, basement, garage floor, if it's flat work and it's moving, uh, sinking, and you want to get that lifted back up and make it level. And in a lot of cases, too, Chadrick, we didn't really talk about the safety side. But if you've got a sidewalk or you know, a front porch or something like that to where you've got, you know, anybody coming and going and it becomes a trip hazard. Uh, You either need to grind that down to make it a non-trip hazard or get things leveled back up to where it's not a trip hazard anymore. Yep. Yeah, I do a lot of work for ADA kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, uh, apartment buildings, old folks' homes, stuff like that. People wanting to to keep their clients safe. I mean, it can be, and folks don't really realize it, Chadwick. We that, you know, don't have... Some of those issues, it's you know. But as I get older, I keep thinking, okay, you know, a half inch step doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're having a hard time taking steps, period, a half inch can be a big deal. And some people would say, oh, that's not a big issue, but uh, you get a half inch, three quarter, even a full inch, Chadrick. Those are trip hazards that people really need to be paying attention to. No, oh, yeah, Amazon drivers would love it if you called me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Chadrick, again, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it very much. Those of you listening, you can find him on the website here in just a little bit, fixitradio.com. Direct number 970-682-5129. Chadrick, again, thanks so much. I do appreciate it, sir. Thanks, John. You're very welcome. Have a great one, and I appreciate him taking some extra time to answer some calls there for some of you. and. Uh, great service, by the way. I felt like that'd be a very good fit for a lot of you listening because there's a lot of you out there listening that need need this. And really, you don't know who to call. And you've heard some of the horror stories of, of even some of the other products that are on the market. And this product will work. And I can attest to you that. John, it never seems to amaze me that the sponsors that you bring in. Just, they're solid people. They're solid people. Their services are in demand. Yep. The provide a warranty with everything they do and then yeah for those of you listening in this case i didn't have to do a ton of research although i did um, but i didn't have to do a ton of research on chadrick uh you could just tell just you get a feeling for somebody just by having a conversation and you guys just heard him for a little over half an hour and genuine individual really wants to make sure that the, the product is right at the end of the day and he, again he'll tell you on the front side whether he can do something for you or not and if he can't He'll just tell you straight up, that's not for me. You need to have that you know, removed and replaced. And, and he does have some contacts, by the way, along those lines. That's the other nice thing as well, is if, if you need something replaced, maybe one part he can lift and another part needs to be replaced. He can help you with that whole process as well, which I, I just appreciate the fact he's you know, just going to be honest and tell you exactly what you need. And he's not going to – as you can tell, there's no high pressure here at all. Well, this is the first time I've talked to him and heard him. And I get a warm and fuzzy feeling. He's a nice guy. So, again, I appreciate you, Chadrick, uh, joining us. And for those of you listening, he's going to be a great addition to what we have going on. Call him if you need something, even just a, hey, here's what I've got. I don't know what to do next. He's a great resource along those lines. One last time, 970-682-5129. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Leuenberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies, 
And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. 
Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. If you're listening to the replay of today's program, by the way, this is a live show from the 26th of August. Thank you very much. And again, Chadrick can take your call even on a Tuesday, 970-682-5129. Got a couple of text messages in on this as well. And yeah, if you see any settling, anything along those lines you want a second opinion on even, uh, please give him a call and he's the guy that can come out and help you with all of that and and uh, figure out exactly what needs to happen next. All right, producer Ann sent me this this week and said, hey, you guys should probably talk about this. And there's a, I've seen this. So she's not the only one. I mean, she sent this, and it was a kind of a reminder to me that, yeah, you know, I need to talk about this. There is some advertisements all over the Internet, a lot of social media stuff on this. And I did a little research and thought, you know, let's, yeah, let's talk about it because I feel this is a, item a lot like on drive radio where people want to go out and spend 30 or 40 dollars on a little device you plug it into the computer port and it's going to save you all kinds of gas mileage well that item doesn't work doesn't do anything it isn't worth the box it comes in there's also a product for your home and they've attached elon musk's name to it now i will tell you right now that elon musk is not attached to this product they're using his name i'm not sure how they're getting by with that and i'm guessing as this thing progresses, there's liable to be some lawsuits and so on because I guarantee you Elon Musk doesn't want his name used for something that doesn't really do anything, and that is a product called StopWatt. And it's supposedly a device that you plug into any outlet in your house, and it, quote-unquote, evens out the irregularities in the electricity coming into your home, therefore making it more efficient, therefore saving you money. It's a scam. It will not do any of the things that I just said. Any of you that understand electricity will know right off the top that it won't. But there's a lot of folks out there that don't know that. And there's high energy bills. And unfortunately, anytime we get high energy bills, high gas bills, you know, those sorts of things, these sorts of scams crop up even more. We saw it, uh, you know, Larry and I saw it in the automotive industry numerous times through the years. Everything from... You know, Slick 50 to the tornado device to you name it. They were going to save all of this fuel economy and, you know, so on and so forth. And none of them did anything. They were just scams to sell a particular product. This StopWatt product or anything similar to it is exactly the same way. It will not, I repeat, it will not save you anything on your electricity bill. There is nothing you're going to plug into any outlet in your house that's therefore going to save you money on your electricity bill. It's just, it's an impossibility, folks. It doesn't work. The only way that you're going to save anything on your electricity bill is what you do, how you use your electricity. Now, some people may plug something in, and they're paying more attention to what Larry just said, and they're not using some things that they normally would have, or they plugged it in at a time where you're going to have a natural drop in usage anyways, and now all of a sudden, oh, yeah, this thing saves money. Well, no, 
It doesn't, because unless you're testing this over an entire year and you're looking at your total usage right, and the cost of from one year to a next, no, this thing isn't going to do you one bit of good. It's not saving you any money. Again, it is, a, in my opinion, a flat-out scam. There is nothing that Elon Musk has to do with this particular product. They even talk about Nikolai Tesla and the fact that he invented this thing years and years and years ago. And it's just now coming to fruition. No, folks, come on. Really? Think about that for a minute. If you're going to check your electricity, it's got to be a year-round project. You can't do it seasonally. Furthermore, we live in the year 2023. Nikolai Tesla was around when they were inventing electricity. You know, he and Edison had big wars over electricity and how it was going to be used and what system we would be using and so on. And I can tell you this straight up. If there were a way to sell you a device whereby you would save electricity across the board, every home would be mandated to use that so that electricity across the board would be saved and utilities would be handing these things out for pennies on the dollar, no profit on their end even, just so folks could save electricity. It's not going to happen. It's not working. It's a scam. They're trying to take whatever this dollar amount is for this thing. I think the one I saw was like 150 bucks. They're wanting to take $150 of your money. At the end of the day, don't. You're not going to save any money on electricity by putting this product in. You'll save your, – your wallet will be lighter because you just lost money buying this product. Jerry, you're next. Go ahead. John, uh, thanks for the, uh, the information that you put out with uh, – Joe from Jersey's help about the generators. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, portable generators. You're very so welcome. That, that alerted me. Um, so I, I went out and got a little Honda 2200 portable, and mainly so that I can run the furnace if it if there's a power problem when it's cold. And uh, I'm going to install just a little single circuit manual transfer switch for that. Nice. And. Uh, I drilled a hole through the rim joist in the basement and put a pipe chase in. And nice. My, my, yeah, then I don't have to pop yeah, open a great idea, Jerry. Fabulous. Um, and then I've, I've got a corresponding pipe chase through the wall of a, of a shed out in the backyard. And So my plan is to, to run the generator in the shed if I need to and then just run the cord into the basement. Great idea. Um, I've got louvers for intake air that I think will be sufficient in the shed, but I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to to uh, duct out the exhaust, and I'm not I'm not running across anything marketed for that, so I may have to improvise something. If I, I if it, in what kind of gen? Is it got a little exhaust pipe on the generator you bought, Jerry? Mm, well, it just it's got a hole, and there's no way to there's no threaded fitting or no way to clamp no. anything on or extend that out or anything. Right, no nipple. Can you take the I cover can... off to get? I mean, you, a lot of those will have a cover that you can remove and get to the exhaust pipe a little bit easier that way, where you could, you know, clamp a, another tube onto that and extend it out if you wanted to. I'm sure you. I'm sure there's. I'm sure you can pull the cover off and do that. Well, I can get to the. Um, there's like a little muffler right there. Yep. Uh, and um, I've seen online some guys will weld a, a nipple on, and then then they've got a threaded fitting. But I, I don't want to do that. I don't have the ability to do that. Um, How big a shed is it, Jerry? Uh, 12 by 10. Okay, 12 by 10. Does it have a roof vent by chance? No. One of the ones that has a little turbine on it, you know? No, it doesn't. Can you uh, put one on it? Well, I could. 
Um, I guess I'm 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 having trouble visualizing. You know, I mean, on the generator itself, there's just a short distance from the intake, right? The air filters and and the exhaust. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm trying to picture how to keep that as separate as possible. Yeah, I mean, we want to keep clean air inside there. I mean, we don't want that thing to just be recirculating the carbon monoxide that will be coming out of the exhaust inside the shed. Although, if it's a high ceiling shed, it would take a while for a little generator to fill all of that up. But eventually, it would, and we and we don't want to be doing that. Uh, so any kind of ventilation that you could get through there, some cross ventilation, even you know some vents on each end where you could you know where a little bit of wind blowing even would clear some of that out. It's not going to take a lot, Jerry, to keep that clean because it's probably just a small generator, right? Yeah, just twenty two hundred watts. Yeah, you're not going to need a ton for that. Keep in mind, a lot of uh, like like RVs and such, you know, they're stored in just a little small compartment underneath the RV and they'll run for a long time. Now they've got an exhaust tube though that comes out to the outside of the rv but the intake is just bringing intake off of whatever the little square box is so if, if we had a way to just exhaust that out in any way shape or form even a roof vent that would exhaust that anything at all that would pull that exhaust out is all we need yeah yeah that may uh that may be the answer just up the uh the cross flow period through there well even a little fan wouldn't hurt Oh, you could do that as well, Larry. Good point. But then you got to power it because if the right. power is out, now you're powering a fan on top of the other stuff. Okay. I do have a um, what's about two-inch inside diameter. It's a flexible hose made specifically for uh, exhausting automobile exhaust. Um, and if I could figure out a way to connect that to the generator, that you know, I could duck that outside. You could. That would work, too. I was going to say, even if you had the ability to somehow put a square adapter on the end of that that you somehow glued onto the outside, you know, cover of the generator itself to where that's exhausting through that, even that would help, Jerry. I mean, get creative as far as that goes. Yeah, I may have to do some sheet metal work. Yeah, a little, yeah, well, or just go look at some of the pre-made stuff at some of the big box stores that you know that you're using for other venting and hvac and so on a lot you know there's a lot of ways you could probably you know get a square piece and put that right on the generator and then neck that down to whatever you're trying to do and then run right out and you'd be okay with that it's not going to generate much heat at all on something that small yeah that's a good idea jerry does that generator have electrical plugins on the side of it yeah just out the front probably right so you could add you know you could plug it in a extension cord or something like that exactly yep yeah um okay guys well i appreciate that Yeah, i like your idea i like the fact that it would be outside it would be a little bit you know out of the weather and would last a little longer as far as all that goes you get that thing fired up out there and you've got the rest of it all figured out i think you get this exhausted jerry you'd be fine and you don't have all the noise yeah no you'd be this would be great jerry perfect idea all right. Well, yeah. I appreciate. I the like help. it. You could even run a couple of them if you ever got to where you needed, you know, a little more power. You could even run two of them off of what you're doing there with no problem. In fact, right. Jerry, a lot of those smaller ones. I should mention this. And something Joe and I did not mention. This is key in buying one. So I'm glad you just said that. It just triggered something that I was thinking about when Joe and I were talking that I never got to. A lot of these generators, if you buy the exact same one over again, they've got a link system where you can just run one to the other one and then up your output by just running them both at the same time, and you can link them together. Right, 
Right. So that's yeah. a, for a lot of you listening. I forgot to mention that a lot of these smaller. Good so in point. that case, if you had a twenty two hundred and you linked them together, well, now you're forty four hundred by running two small ones. So some of you that are out there thinking, well, I'd like to buy a couple of these. Well, buy the same ones that have the ability to link up. If you ever had to, you could that way. Well, again, I appreciate Thank the help, you, Jerry. Gentlemen. Appreciate it. And thanks for the reminder on that as well, because a lot of those smaller generators have that ability. And as you mentioned last week, if you're going to buy a generator, do it now. Yeah, don't wait. Yeah, this goes into effect uh, February, I believe. So if you're going to buy a small portable generator, thank you, Larry, for saying that. I need to keep mentioning that as we go through this next quarter even. If you're going to buy one, do it now. Don't delay. Uh, so if you're thinking about doing anything along these lines at all, like what Jerry just did, I would suggest you get on that sooner than later. And if you buy it online, it may take you a little bit to get it to your house, but it'll be less expensive than going to a Speaking a of, thank you for that reminder. Um, nothing against our local big box stores. I was going to go to, I was going to one. I went to one Thursday night. I had an item there I wanted to pick up, and I checked prior to going. And I knew that the store, according to the app, this is the big orange store, knew, knew according to the app they had three of these in stock. It was a particular tool I was looking for. So I go to the store, and I'm hunting around, and I can't find it. And I find a very nice gentleman there. That, to his credit, he pulls it up. We get the SKU number, and he pulls it up on his little portable phone thing, you know, inventory checker thing he's got. It's like an iPhone with all of his stuff on it. And he pulls it up, and he's got four. Not three. And I'm like, oh, now we're really in business. Somewhere there's four in this store. So we hunted, and I'm not joking. We spent a half an hour trying to find one, not four, one, to no avail. We did not find one. So he's like, well, you're, you know, we've got several other stores around us. And I said, well, you know, check the I-70 and Wad store. It's not that far from where I live. I'll, I'll go that direction. And it's a fairly big store. I just hate that store because the parking lot's a disaster. So anybody listening, I just hate that I-70 and Wad store. And Josh is in here just nodding because the parking lot sucks. I, I avoid that store at all costs because I hate the parking lot. It's got a lot of stuff in it. It's one of their larger stores, but I hate the parking lot. So anyways, yeah, there's, there's six there. And I'm like, oh, well, then I should be in business if there's six. So we hustle on over, you know, get all out of the car, run inside. I'm looking around. I know where to look this time because, you know, we looked at all the overstock areas of the last store. So I find the demo unit on the shelf, and I go to try to find the other six or the other five, I guess, that might be there. To no avail. Now, this store, the other reason why I hate it, I can't find a single person to wait on me. I don't know what they're doing, where they're at. Now, granted, this is like 8 o'clock at night now. But still, you'd think there'd be somebody floating around. They're open till 10. You'd think there'd be somebody floating around doing something, even inventory-wise, that... I could find that would help me find the six units. Nope. Not a single soul around. So I look, I look, I look up, I look down. I mean, I'm scanning everything, trying to figure out, you know, where, where are these six units that I'm looking for? I finally get so frustrated, and I don't normally do this, but I'm finally like, you know what? I'm just tired of this. So I get my Amazon app out as I'm standing in the store, and I find the exact same tool that I need for $10 less than the big orange store, and I can have it delivered tomorrow. So I'm thinking, why am I doing this? Why did I just drive to two stores that supposedly had 10 in stock and I can't find one? So I finally ordered it on Amazon and it shows up the next day. Now, in their defense, well, not, I don't know if this is defense or not. The guy at the first store and I, we start chatting. He's like, well, you know, part of this could be maybe they walked out the door. 
I'm like, four of them? He's like, we had a run on stuff walking out earlier today. And he says, you know, we can't chase anybody. I said, yeah, I know. You can't. I can. I said, I have. I gave him a story at one point where I did chase some guys down. Out of that Wadsworth store, by the way. Chased them down the street, even. He's like, well, we can't do that. I'm like, yeah, I know. And that's part of the problem is you can't do anything about it, which means all the rest of us do is pay more money now. Because it just costs all of us more more cash because you got to get your money made up somewhere. And you're not eating it, so we all pay more. He's like, you're exactly right. Well, it's not just the orange store. It's every store. It's all store. of them. Yeah, it's not just their. It's, thank you, Larry. It's not just their store. It's all stores. And bottom line is these guys know there's a problem. They can't do anything about it. These people are just walking out right and left with things that, you know, the rest of us now have to go back in and pay more money for because we're honest and we're not thieves. And it's so frustrating. And you could see the frustration on the first gentleman's eyes where it's like, you know, there's not a thing I can do about it. He said, we try to lock as many things down as we possibly can. It's why all of the real expensive, you know, tools that these guys know they can go out and put on the open market are all behind, you know, lock cages and so on. But he said, we still lose stuff on a regular basis that they just pack up and walk out the door with, and there's not a single thing that we can do about it. So there's my story of the week, and I finally just got fed up and went well, to Bezos the instead. The other side of that coin, John, is what I've done in the past is I called a store and I asked for a specific item and they tell me, yeah, I've got it. I want it in your hand. I want, yeah, yeah put it I in your hands and, and put it on the side and yeah. I'll come and get it. All right, that's it for Fix It Radio. Again, if you're listening to the replay, thank you very much. We appreciate that very much. This is Saturday, though. Drive Radio's coming up next. We'll be right back. This is KLZ Radio, Fix It Radio. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.